Welcome to the Silicon Slopes Life Podcast. I'm Andrew Diaz, and each month I bring you the heartwarming, interesting, and fun stories from the people that make the Silicon Slopes community a place to call home. everybody. Thanks for joining me with this month's market update. This is for February 2019. Um, I've decided I think I'm going to be putting the statistics on the blog page just because if I sat here and rattled off a bunch of numbers to you that don't mean much, it's a little bit easier to have some graphs and um, numbers on the blog page, make it a little easier to consume for you and uh, reference if you're having discussions with your loved ones about selling your home and what you want um, to see about your specific market too. So uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast, one of the many, is is to provide, you know, you get market statistics or updates on Zillow or or Realtor.com, but they're they're really not specific to your market area or how your home might sit in the market area. So for instance, I'm I'm in a you know 1970s Rambler in a you know a pretty basic home for for the time, and and what if I'm in a neighborhood that has new construction all around it? Well, it that's not really my market, right? Like my market would be other 70s Ramblers and other communities that also have new construction everywhere around it um, that tracks and trends similarly to 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 my neighborhood or. Um, so because of that, uh, you know, if you have any questions about how you're, how you guys are specifically in your market, go ahead and reach out to me and, and throw an email or, or a comment in um, any way that you're hearing this so that I can uh, reach you and, and get you that information. Because I, I hear as a real estate advisor, you know, just yesterday I was, I was out golfing over at Sleepy Ridge, Sleepy Hollow, Sleepy Ridge. I think it's Sleepy Ridge in Orem. Fun golf course, by the way. Market gonna go this year, and my answer is is it always is, and I I don't like giving that answer because it's so typical for a real estate agent to give you. Is is it depends, right? The reason why it depends is because I don't know what kind of home you have or what you're looking for. Uh, If you're in a luxury market over two million dollar home, it's not gonna be good. There's just not that many buyers for you out there. Uh, so if you're over a million eight, you have to be really aggressive with your marketing strategy. But if you have a home between 400 or you know less than $500,000, uh, it, it still could be very uh, a very good and hot market for you as a seller. One of the things also that I wanted to go over is some issues that I run into in my day-to-day appraisal operations that might help you to prepare for something that if you're going to be getting a HELOC or you're refinancing or you're buying a home. Um, and in this round, I wanted to talk about some FHA guidelines if you're getting an FHA home loan. Um, some things that appraisers are looking for that maybe are, that are a little added to uh, just what a regular appraisal would be. Um, and I'll also put a link to what to expect when you're expecting an appraisal uh, into the blog 
that goes to the appraisal professor blog that I run as well. Um, and that kind of gives you a, a nice breakdown of, of what to expect on a basic appraisal. But as far as FHA goes, one thing that I want everybody to know so that you're not having to pay for an appraiser to, come, appraiser to come back out a second time to do what's called a 1004D or a completion report is some of these items that we have to see for FHA loans. Um, a few of the ones that are I'm seeing all the time that are missing are seismic straps on your water heater. Those are those straps that you can pick up at Home Depot for like 15 bucks and you put it to a, a solid wall for yourself in the utility room. Um, it has to be on the top third and the bottom third of your water heater. So if you have just one up there, go and get another one. Um, another one that, that HUD doesn't require for homes that aren't built within the last couple years, but I think are probably the most important thing, is a carbon monoxide detector. Now, like I said, HUD does not require these. But I think that they're probably more important than you worrying about your water heater um, falling down from an earthquake here in Utah. Uh, and so while that may not be a requirement by FHA uh, for homes that are older homes, if it's a newer home, it is. If it's an older home, it isn't. And I think it's probably even more important on an older home. Uh, so that's just something on the side that I would uh, impress upon you to go out and grab their not expensive and they're easy to install. Make sure you put it on the ground floor and not up on the ceiling. Uh, I see a lot of that. I see people that get the CO detectors and they're up high on the ceiling. Well, that's not going to help you by the time it reaches that to detect it, you're probably going to be dead. Um, so put it lower to the ground. Uh, another thing is peeled paint uh, around the exterior of the home. For older homes in Utah, we see this a lot just from, especially in the winter, any damage that might have occurred on the trim or anything like that. Uh, we, we note that. Um, any health and safety issues, a broken window that you've been putting off to fix, or some railing on your decking that is loose and you decided, oh, I'll wait till the summer to get that done. If the appraiser's coming over, make sure you get that taken care of uh, because they're going to be noting that as well. Um, those are a few things off the top of my head that I am that I see a lot of. Uh, we had 50,768 properties sold in the Wasatch Front, through the Wasatch Front uh, MLS system. That was the highest number of sales ever that we've had. That tells me a couple things. Um, a lot of growth. Uh, in all of our different growing communities and a lot more buyers coming into Utah. I think that that trend is likely to occur and continue through 2019, especially in the price points between 250000 to 450000 Once we start creeping over that $500,000 mark, you start to see longer days on market and uh, less sales occurring. Uh, not considerably so, but that's those are the those are your peak numbers right there. If that's if you're in that window, you're in good shape. Um, which the median sold price right now in the Wasatch Front is uh, nice and even three hundred thousand. Um, I told you I wasn't going to throw a bunch of numbers at you, but I just wanted to give a few just to give you an idea of where we're going for 2019. 
So January, February of last year, the average days on market for the median home price was 32, and this year it's creeping up to 38. And I, my sense is that that's going to continue through the, throughout the year. Will the market drop? No, but it's also not going to... I don't think we're going to see the uh, percentage increase that we have the past two to three years. Uh, I think it's going to continue to increase, but more of a typical Utah increase. Instead of seeing 11 to 13% increases over a year, probably be looking at 7 to 8%. This is all I have for now. I, I hope it was helpful. And, and again, I'm, I'll put some uh, graphs and data uh, points for different neighborhoods and market areas around the Silicon Slopes area. Um, and if there's anywhere you want me to focus on specifically, shoot me an email and next um, monthly market update, I will, uh, I'll use your neighborhood. Well, have a great March. Looks like it's going to start out pretty cold with this winter vortex or Arctic vortex. <laughs> uh, and uh, anyway, stay warm, everybody. And hopefully you get up into these beautiful mountains um, when you can. And all right, we'll have some more information for you on the different market areas and how we're doing in March, how we did in March um, at the beginning of April. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. For any questions or comments on the podcast, please email me at andrew at siliconslopeslife.com. Also, if there's somebody you know that I should interview for the podcast, please email me and let me know.